Jesus League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les, but going to be going through round two of this 2022 season. Jeez, it was a good week of football. Even Big Les got out there to play some footy as well. So uh, we're going to be talking about all of the NRL games. Won't be really talking about my game, uh, but we'll be talking about all of the NRL games from this week or last week, should I say. Firstly, we'll talk about the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Melbourne Storm. I'm really proud of the South Sydney Rabbitohs being a South fan myself and the things that they did in that game. It was a bit scrappy at the start. I will admit that up to about 60th minute, it was a bit scrappy. But after that 60th minute went by, we looked really impressive. So uh, I should stop saying we, should stop being biased. South did look really good though. They looked really, really impressive at the back end of that game. Melbourne, it was just a masterclass from them throughout though. Uh, It was really hard to compete. It was a bit scrappy from both teams, I will admit. It was really hard to compete though. Uh, with Melbourne, they looked really good. Harry Grant, especially after giving a big tip of the hat to him, Harry Grant looked unreal. He looked sensational. So let's get straight to the game, though. It was weird seeing Murray come off the bench at the start, but apparently that was the plan, and I think I really liked it, even though that Cam Murray is the skipper. I didn't mind him coming off the bench as a sort of impact sort of guy. It looked really good and beneficial somewhat for South. Uh, It was a good start by both teams with really good sets, and it looked like a tough, tough game, as it would be. South Sydney Rapidos and the Melbourne Storm, two top-tier teams in our competition. Uh, After four minutes and after the Nelson strip, Melbourne light up and put pressure on South, both teams in this one, and I think that is pretty fair enough. Great try there for Xavier Coates, 11 minutes in. Uh, really sensational stuff. And you do see how skillful he is and how athletic Xavier Coates really is. Uh, He's going to be really dangerous for the Melbourne Storm. For me, over the next few weeks, he's really going to show us what he's got. He looks really good in the first few rounds. I reckon he's going to have a really good 2022. Harry Grant was kicking zero from two, but sets up a monster try that was really, really good. I... Really enjoyed watching this game uh, and specifically from Harry Grant and things he was doing on the field. Other than the goal kicking, which I'll sort of ignore, um, he looked sensational. He really did. His ball playing was sensational for a nine. Uh, He was getting out of that nine sort of role and really just getting involved, um, which is what I really liked as well from Harry Grant. He could almost play a roaming lock role. And the, the number nine position has sort of developed. It's sort of like... It's sort of like... They are the nine. However, some plays they do turn into this roaming lock sort of role. Um, So really good stuff there uh, from Harry Grant. Really good defense as well from both teams. And, geez, really good defense is going to be emphasized here because, yeah, it was really a big defensive battle. 36 minutes in, it was a really good set from South. They just looked really, really good there. I'm just sort of pointing out most moments in the game um, that I'm trying to remember here, and I forgot here on the list. Cam Munster, I thought, looked really fit, and he looked like he was a big mention there to Cameron Munster. He really does look dangerous and more dangerous than last season, so he's one to look out for there, Cameron Munster. Really looking dangerous. Tane Mill hit on Justin Olin was sensational. 
as a South fan, I'm picking out all my little favourite moments there from South. And, geez, Tane Meal on Justin Olam. I don't think anyone was expecting it. And it looked really, really good on the TV. I'll tell you that for free. Loving Tane Mill at the moment. He had some really good runs in that game as well, I thought. And really chunky. Not the fastest winger you've ever seen, but really, really strong and good in that defensive sort of aspect there. But can score a few good tries as well if you want him to. Um, Damien Cook, 36 tackles, 45 minutes in. He was unbelievable there. Uh, South's defense, as I said, was looking really good and good signs in the attack as well. Really liked watching... Lachlan Ilias, I thought Lachlan Ilias had a really good game in that one. Um, while others may disagree, I thought that Lachlan Ilias was quite impressive and I think there are some good signs there going into the next few rounds, especially next week against the Roosters. I'll be going to that game, so I'm really, really excited to go uh, and watch that one firsthand. It's a game that me and my missus had to go to, um, South and Roosters. She's a Roosters fan, I'm a South fan, so... Uh, had to go to that one, but I'm really excited to go see that one firsthand. I reckon it's going to be a really good game to watch. Davy Mowali had an instant impact, I thought, as soon as he got onto the field. He just looked sensational. Really good attacking sets from South after that sort of 56 to 60 minute mark. They really turned it up. AJ took a really good run. I think it was one of the later sets just before South really started to turn it up. Uh, Alex Johnston took a huge, huge run after a really good set there by Melbourne. Um, and he finally scores after six knock-ons. About six knock-ons on his side um, when setting up tries. They weren't all, I don't think, for Alex Johnston, but there were six knock-ons in total on that side before they ended up scoring a try through Alex Johnston. Really impressive stuff there from South. They looked really impressive around that 60-minute mark, as I said. Then 74 minutes in, uh Paulo, Jackson Paulo scores a really good try and a really unexpected comeback where 78 minutes in, and that's right, you heard that right, 78 minutes in, Campbell Graham scores. Uh, it was, I think it was 12 to 14. And then the two-point field goal from Latrell Mitchell to even it up after he had a shocker with the boot, getting zero from three. He absolutely nails, absolutely nails this two-point field goal to make it 14-all, and we go to golden point. I think this is the first golden point game of the year. Could be totally wrong. Uh, there might have been one last week. I don't remember, but I think this is actually the first golden point game of the year. Um, and obviously, Pappy there kicked the winning field goal. In golden point, the last tackle set there from South Sydney was a bit of shambles. Um, but, you know, it was a great game from both sides. Cody Walker, I thought, was also looking really good in that one. And then Cameron Murray, the defensive effort, I think he got 82 fantasy points and I think the second most amount of tackles in that game, uh, which was quite a lot as well. I don't have it here with me, but him and Damian Cook's defense was sensational and really happy with how South went in that one. And it puts me with a lot of confidence in South. Uh, moving forward as well. If they can we, if they can just lose against Melbourne by one point, then I've got a lot of confidence with them going into the next few weeks. If they can keep up that form or if they get even better with that form, which I know they can, uh, Souths are going to be a really scary prospect going through the next few weeks. Going on to the Dragons v Penrith game. Viliami Kikau playing his 200th game with a double. 
And he was taking some great runs in that game as well. Looked really strong. Viliami Kikau, two tries there for him. Tyrell Sloan, 16 minutes to go in that first half. Beautiful try. A kick there for him. And uh, unbelievable how he caught that and scored. Uh, Spencer Lianu looking really good as well. I thought I saw some really good signs from him. He did score a try in that one as well. Uh, big, big boy with a lot of strength there close to the line. Uh, Dragons halves, I thought, were carrying the form that they did from last week. They looked really good, Ben Hunt and, and Amone. They are really, it's a really good mix. I said this last week, but it's a really good mix there from those halves. So great stuff there from Amone and from Ben Hunt. Uh, the Panthers do hang on, though, for the 20-16 to 16 lead there. Nothing really much else to say other than the fact that Dragons did look really good in that one, especially at the back end of that game. Uh, Jack Bird got a try in that one as well, and um, he's going really well in the back row. I'm pretty sure he scored last week as well. Um, but, yeah, really good performance from both teams here. But Penrith do just... Uh, Hang on in this one in Viliami Kikau's 200th game. I think it was 200th. Maybe might have even been 100th. And yeah, really good game there. 20 to 16. I mean, I was really confused because at one point the commentators were saying 200th and then another point they were saying 100th. I'm pretty sure that it was his 200th. I could be wrong though. No, it's his 100th game. I thought he was playing much, much longer than that. Um, 100 appearances. Yeah, so it was his 100th game. I swear he debuted a while ago. He debuted in 2017. Wow, I thought he debuted before that, but there you go. 2017 debut, 100 games. Fair enough there. Uh, Viliami Kikiao, if you're out there, uh, I'm sorry I messed that one up. And, yeah, congratulations on a really good game for your 100th game uh, in the NRL. 66 fantasy points there for you fantasy goalies looking for a back rower as well. Roosters v. Manly was a really good game, in my opinion, and I had the misses over to watch that one. Uh, Manly invited her over to take the mickey because I thought that Manly were going to come out and absolutely flog them. I was really, really wrong about that one. I tipped Manly. I think it was one of the only ones other than Parramatta that I got wrong this week. I'm pretty sure I was six from eight. Um, But, yeah, really good performance from the Roosters. Radley looked sensational. Uh, four minutes in, the walk, Sam Walker uh, set up a beautiful try four minutes into that one. But he was just electric that whole game. Sam Walker, really big mention to him. He looked outstanding. Teddy was looking grouse as well. Really good footwork. Those jerky movements, really impossible to tackle a guy like James Tedesco. Uh, so really good performance by him. Daniel Tupo scores 10 minutes in as well. Roosters just were on a frenzy in those first few minutes, scoring a few tries there. Uh, The butcher boy, Grimsby. Uh, Nat Butcher, he scored two tries in that one as well. Wasn't really expecting that one. To sum up that game, though, the Roosters looked really strong against Manly and, uh, and didn't really need to shut down Turbo like I thought they would. Turbo didn't really do much in that game. Uh, and that sounds really weird to say, but they didn't really do much in that game. And that forced, obviously, the Roosters to get the win there. But then again, I'll say this now, and Tom Travojevic could come out next week and absolutely tear. Just let there be carnage number two featuring Tom Travojevic. I reckon he's going to come out next week and absolutely dominate. The Manly Seagulls come up against the Bulldogs. The last game of the round in round three. 
uh, on a Sunday at 6.15 against the Bulldogs. Bulldogs did look really impressive in that last game, but we'll get to them in a second. Uh, but yeah, 26 to 12, that score was for this Roosters v Manly game. On your Super Saturday, we started it off with the Titans v the Warriors. The score was 20 to 18. Now, before I carry on, I just want to say that I find the NRL 10 times more entertaining than last season, purely because of the fact that there's no blowouts. I don't think there was one blowout this round. I'm looking at the draw now. Obviously, 15 to 14, South v Storm. 20 to 16, Panthers v Dragons. Not much separating these teams at all. 20 to six, 26 to 12, Roosters v Manly. 20 to 18, two points between Titans and Warriors. 18-16, uh, Sharks, Eels. Cowboys Raiders 26 to 6. I wouldn't really call that a blowout though. That's not as big as we've seen. Uh, 26 to 4, West Tigers v Knights. Again, not the biggest blowout we've seen. Uh, and then 16 to 10 from the Bulldogs and Broncos games. So really, really close games this weekend. Uh, but we'll get into those games, those later games in a second. The Titans v the Warriors though. Uh, Brimson looked sensational. The halves this week really stepped up, really stepped up and were really entertaining to watch. But Brimson, with that speed and that ball-playing skill that he's got, really, really scary thought for anyone that comes up against him. His speed pretty much set up Bo Firma for that first try. Bo, Bo Firma much faster than I thought he was as well. So a really good performance there for the first few minutes, scoring a try. Um a really beautiful one there from Bo Firma. Greg Marsu, 15 minutes in, scores a try. I forgot how talented this Greg Marsu guy is. A lot of people have been giving me raps about him, saying that I need to include him uh, in when I'm talking about those young guys coming through. But, yeah, yeah he does look sensational. Uh, he gets his body in the right spot in the right time, especially on the wing there, um, and really, really athletic player as well. Uh, Wade Egan's strength sets him up for a try 20 minutes in. Really liked what I saw from Wade Egan. Uh, I thought he was quite impressive on the weekend. Both teams were playing some decent footy uh, and some really good signs there from the Titans to sum that one up. Uh, really good game to watch, though, and a really close one there, 20-18. Uh, the Sharks versus the Eels, really, really close, this one. Really Not as close as the South v. the Melbourne Storm, but... Uh, very, very close one, decided by two points with Nico Hines converting that last goal there. Uh, loving Nico Hines and Moylan combo at the moment. I think they're working really, really well together. Uh, Tracy was the late inclusion, and he looked really good there as well, setting up a try and also scoring one. Uh, Simonson got a no try there. First try that he scored denied, uh, but he did look really impressive there and really athletic, and it was a good effort for that try. Unfortunate that it was only just out there. The Sharks were looking really good in terms of their sets. I thought that the Sharks looked really, really impressive. Uh, and it was purely because of the fact that Nico Hines had an absolute blind, other than the goal kicking. Again, same thing about Harry Grant. The goal kicking wasn't great, but he had a really good performance. Nico Hines did the exact same thing. Looked really good. Moses... Uh, Mitchell Moses, the chip and chase, was a really entertaining try to watch. Chipped it over, obviously caught there by Gutho, passes it to Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown really quick, uh, you know, hit on there to 
Mitchell Moses to score a really good try. And Mitchell Moses got a bit of speed on him as well. Uh, as I said, Hines was really impressive. Reed Mahoney scored a beautiful try there to level the scores. The scores were really changing, pretty much going back and forth. But obviously, as I said before, Hines did get the winning goal there to make them win that game 18-16. to Moving on to the Cowboys v Raiders game. This one was a really entertaining one as well. It was a really great start from the Cowboys, and they pretty much carried that momentum the whole game. Tamalolo was taking some really great runs. He was just knocking blokes off him every time he grabbed the ball. Cowboys, they just looked really, really good. And there was a bunch of errors, though, and knock-ons from the Raiders. And I think that cost them the game, to be honest, those errors. Um, And look, they're missing Jamal Fogarty. They're missing Brad Schneider. Matt Frawley, sort of the third string half, but... Um, Jack Whiten stood up there in some points of the game and there were some really good signs somewhat from the Raiders, but um, it was, wasn't the best performance I've seen from the Raiders. I think they will improve next week. They come up against, if I can just get it up here, um, they come up against the Titans next week. So that'll be a very interesting game there. The Titans v the Raiders. Tuolungi. I thought was really impressive. He is the winger. I think he was playing on the wing that game there for the Cowboys. Looked really impressive in my opinion. Tom Deedon was pretty much carrying that side on his back. And I know that some people may disagree with that one, but I really liked what I saw there from Tom Deedon. Really good stuff from him. Um, And yeah, it was just a really good performance from the Cowboys. The Raiders didn't look at their best. Uh, but they could go really well next week. When Brad Schneider's obviously back from COVID, I reckon they're going to look really good to the Raiders. Um, but it was a really good performance from the Cowboys. And gee, haven't they been in some good form the past two weeks? Uh, the Knights v. the Tigers. Now, there's not really much to talk about when we talk about this game. I just thought that the Knights really carried on that form from last week and played some really good football. Uh, and the Tigers, they just... And this is going to sound really harsh to Tigers fans, but they just looked shocking in that game. They didn't look good at all. Um, hopefully, they can improve next week. I'm not sure who they come up against. I'll get it up now, but Jesus, they they didn't look impressive. They looked impressive in some stages, I'll give you that, but they just didn't look their best, the Tigers. And I think, again, it was similar to the Raiders where errors sort of let them down. But I thought that the Knights and the Cowboys in both of those games had a really good um, team effort there. The Knights looked sensational. And I thought, I was honestly telling people to tip the Tigers. I was telling people to change their tips to the Tigers. Lucky I didn't. I was just about to, but the game had started and I couldn't change the tip. But um, I'm really happy I didn't because I wasn't expecting the Tigers to go down by that much. Um, I honestly expected the Knights to lose that game. I thought without Kalen Ponga, they were going to struggle. But Adam Clune and Jake Clifford, they stood up. They had a really good game. Uh, Dane Gagai looked really impress- in- impressive. Um, a bunch of penalties. Um, and obviously, Peachy got sent off in that game. But Jesus, it, was, it wasn't really very impressive from the Tigers. And hopefully, hopefully, they can play some better football next week because... Yeah, it just wasn't really impressive whatsoever uh, for the Tigers. They do come up against the Warriors next week on a Friday. So hopefully they can. It's a home game for them as well. Hopefully they can play some good football there. 
uh, but it really wasn't that impressive from the Tigers. Now, there were some good signs. The try that they scored was really impressive there with Mamalo, but where was that all game? Um, and, and that's what I'm just trying to say here. They weren't really consistent at all during that game. There was a lot of errors, a lot of penalties, and that's what really let them down in that one. And then the final game of the week was the Broncos versus the Bulldogs. Now, the Bulldogs looked really slick with the ball. Matt Burton looked really impressive. So did the Broncos, though. The whole Broncos team looked really, really good. Adam Reynolds just doing the little things right. Uh, Obviously, Marshall King scored that really good try, close range for the Bulldogs. But, yeah, as I said, the Bulldogs just looked really slick with the ball. Um, and, you know, the Broncos, they just dug deep and got that win there. Herbie Farnworth was really impressive. Great defensive center with a lot of speed on him, a lot of upside to Herbie Farnworth. Um, but, yeah, the hold, hold hut from Adam Reynolds, that try, uh, where he just poked it through he, in between his legs uh, for Tony Staggs. Uh, obviously, the try was denied, but that was hilarious. Um yeah, Adam Reynolds. I thought he looked quite decent in that game, to be honest. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of upside to Adam Reynolds as well. Um, I'd be very happy to see Adam Reynolds perform well over there at the Broncos. And f- and that's from a South fan. I was spewing to lose him. I really hope he does have a good stint up there at the Broncos as a fan of rugby league. And, uh, yeah, it was a really good performance there from the uh, Broncos. But... You know, the Bulldogs were about to steal it away from them at the back end of that game just before the game ended. But Albert Kelly obviously saved that uh, try from happening. But yeah, really good game from both teams. It was a really good week of football, really close games, which is what I really enjoyed. Uh, And I cannot wait for round three of this NRL season. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. That is your round two review. Make sure you recommend this podcast to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one. One.